Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. St. Patrick, pray for us. Hey, how's it going? Father Kelly with Spirit and Swagger. My question this week is this. What does a group of car magazine editors standing next to a vibrant red Porsche 911 GT3 have to do with church architecture? The answer starts at a high school penance rite and involves the Vatican secret archives. This Thursday I did what I feel bad for many people having to do daily, that is, I commuted into the city. But honestly, by 9.30 a.m. the traffic was nothing to complain about. At a certain Catholic high school, myself and six other priests heard two rounds of confessions. First, one half of the students, one half the student body filled the church, and then, when they went out to lunch, the other half. Twice, then, I got a good view of the disposition and ideals of at least a broadly representative set of people that age. I saw young people with joy and energy, with care and interest, but very little of those four things directed towards Jesus and his church. They were more or less respectful and well-behaved, but also more or less indifferent. A modest amount came to confession, but we were under no pressure to squeeze in everyone who wanted to confess in the time allowed. They were there, and some used the time well, but in the end, most were just there. Before I say anything else, I want to be absolutely clear. I expect these observations to hold true for any mixed assembly of high school kids in the local area. This school, other schools, your parish's youth group, my parish's youth group. I just happen to make these observations in one place, but it is not about that place. It's here, it's there, it's Oklahoma, New Jersey, and Alaska too. What it is is this. The teachings of the Catholic Church and the Gospel of Jesus Christ do not occupy the hearts and minds of our young people anywhere near to the degree that optimistic youth directors and parents think they do, or think that it does. To most of them, the Church is a variably interesting or annoying side note. Attractive, and even fun sometimes, often boring, yet with a strange tendency to never quite go away. An illustration is the way that they are often gloriously surprised that they used their own two feet to get in line for confession, and that they are glad they did, yet when they leave, it is with an air of being glad they can can not do that again for quite a while again. These young people are not totally isolated from the church, but... Not by a long shot are they sold and likely to remain practicing Catholics. As is, 80% of them will not remain practicing Catholics. Why? Because the church has failed to be presented to them in a way that makes them care. A way that can speak louder than all the other stuff vying for their attention. And why is that? Because while there are bright spots, most Catholic societal presence, that is media, conversation, catechesis, art, programs, etc., are mediocre at best, and many are downright atrocious. Earlier this week, for example, I was trying to get a visual idea of something to do with St. Peter's Basilica in Rome. So I went to YouTube, hoping to find a quick explainer or illustration of my question, what a fool I was. 
most top results were dry-as-dust EWTN videos of recorded masses from a decade ago. Next were a few puff pieces by American TV news shows with literally zero meaningful content. After that were a few videos looking like they were made by an 8th grader for his video editing elective using Google image search results. There were a few entries from vain tourist vloggers who were honestly more interested in their own faces taking up most of the screen than talking about anything well, and, and talking that inane tour guide voice. They were more interested in that than any their actual content. And finally, everything after that was nightmare fever dream conspiracy theory videos about abominable abominable horrors locked away in the Vatican secret archives or in caverns deep underground. The crazy tinfoil hat nonsense outnumbered everything else and had way more views. Now, is that summary of videos a ludicrously distorted view of the church? Totally. But I think it's a pretty good analogy for where we are with the general public or even our own parishioners and kids with regard to their vision of the church. And if their perception of the church is so dodgy, no wonder they don't care. I wouldn't form my life around that either. In the February-March 2022 issue of Road and Track magazine, there is a lengthy article detailing a competition to determine their selection for the Performance Car of the Year. Some of you may be baffled as to why there would need to be a competition for cars. Don't they all get you to the same place, you ask? Yes. But there is more to the driving experience than most Camry drivers care about, I promise you. For those aware, driving a car, driving a brilliant car on a worthy road can be even a transcendent experience. A unique blend of bodily and sensory engagement, like nothing else, honestly. In the best scenario, it goes well in the best scenario, it goes well beyond the mere mechanical fact of using a piece of technology and design and becomes a higher experience up there with the platonic forms. The winner of this competition was apparently better than that, even, because it was declared in the concluding pages of the article to be God's own Porsche. And with this declaration that followed, it called it a Pentecost, where the Holy Spirit indwells as a car. Some will, of course, bark that it is offensive to use God's Pentecost in vain, to speak of a car's eternal virtues and its satisfaction of the pursuit of the human aspiration. And yes, that is technically correct. Divine praises belong only to the divine. But what good does that self-righteous barking about the misuse of religious words do for the five men in the picture next to the Porsche, who, though they might not say it, worship cars rather than God? Yes, the author used copious religious or even Catholic language, but I bet he hasn't been to Mass since he was 15 years old. He still has the religious sense, but it isn't directed towards God. And most of those high school kids are on this path too. Catholic schooled, Catholic catechized, and soon to be Catholic non-practicers, filling their desire for God with anything but him. 
But if we just scold for using their religious sense on that on non-religious things, we'll push them to abandon even that. The boring and low-quality first part of the Vatican YouTube search results shows a lack of imagination and creativity. But a person who lives their faith with but a person who lives their faith exactly should be imaginative and creative. After all, joyful creation is the first thing that God does. They have faith, but it is dry and uncreative. The latter part of the video search results, the conspiracy theory nonsense, that has a sort of unchecked creativity and even a sense of the, of the mystical and transcendent. Thus, the zeal to look into deep mysteries. They have those things, but no faith. They don't care about the Eucharist, but are dead set that, the, that, that Rome is hiding a pair of goggles that lets you see backwards in time. I'm not making that up. One video is actually about that. The thing is, there's no reason that this create there's no reason that this creativity, this mystical sense, and faith need to be separate. Why can't that mid-twenties YouTuber make mind-blown videos about martyrs and Eucharistic miracles? Why can't mid-thirties and forties intellectuals discuss the relative merits of fasting versus almsgiving in addition to debating whether the BMW M4 competition is better than the Cadillac CT5V Blackwing? The Cadillac's better, by the way. Why can't high school kids love Jesus at least as much as they love partaking in the party after prom. No reason at all, that's what. People from all different parts of society are yearning for the good things of faith, yet in so many cases we only give them a dusty, sanitized, bubble-wrapped version, and then wonder why they reject it. If St. Paul, or St. Patrick, or St. Catherine of Siena, or St. Francis Xavier, or St. Philip Neri showed up today, every Joe construction worker would clamor to hear him speak, like free tickets to an, to an Eric Church concert. Yet most people who do Catholic media or parish instruction would think it a noisy scandal to be shushed and controlled. Those saints, of course, being loyal to the church, wouldn't need, wouldn't need to be, quote, controlled. The architecture version of this problem is the creation of churches that lack the beauty to inspire, or the destruction of beautiful churches to make them uninspiring. They are architecturally beige, and sometimes quite literally beige. They have a kind of informality and comfort, more like a living room or a conference room than a sacred space. They do not inspire. If you are an unbeliever, a Gothic cathedral might inspire you to agree that God is worth more is more worth striving for than fast cars and success. But if it's commercial grade carpet and felt banners, I'll worship the Porsche, thank you very much. If much of Catholic teaching is badly done, how can we expect people to be excited? And I tell you, I hear all the time horror stories of oh with this other parish and other states of course. Like, the RCA director told me this, and I'm like, oh my goodness, why would they tell you that? Because that's so bad and so wrong. But those kinds of things are still very much out there. If much of Catholic media is frumpy and uncreative, 
How can we expect anyone to listen? If our churches are plain and comfortable, how can we expect anyone to be inspired? I criticize because we have to we have to recognize the issue in order to fix it. There are good things happening, and I'm trying to do my part in that. But we are still a long way from the critical mass of change to really make a turnaround. I tell you, Mr. Car Magazine enthusiast journalist, or Miss Political Science major, or even 16-year-old Catholic high school marching band member, is still 97% sure that the Catholic Church is only for old ladies, children, or crazy old men who like to keep secrets. But no, it is scandalously for everybody. So we ought to preach and teach, produce and build like that's actually true. We cannot be too pious to meet the people in the way they're disposed to actually listen. Come Holy Spirit. If you like what I'm doing here, please subscribe and share it with others.